بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا فما بعد Brothers and sisters, imagine we just listen to the Quran behind our Shaykh, mashallah, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless him and grant him the nur of the kalam that he has given him in his heart, in his life, inshallah. Imagine the state of the Sahaba, Rizmanullahi alayhi who listened to this kalam for the first time without Muhammad Mustafa in the voice of the one who received the kalam of Allah in the voice of Rasulullah Take the ayat which Shaykh recited, some sort of no. Imagine the Sahaba are listening to this recitation. And Rasulullah is reciting. فَقُلْتُ اسْتَغْفِرُوا رَبَّكُمْ إِنَّهُ كَانَ يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدْرَارًا وَيُمْدِدُكُمْ بِأَمْوَالٍ وَبَنِينَ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتٍ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا Now imagine the Sahabi standing behind the Nabi alayhi salam. And he's listening. He's a, he's a human being like you and me. Maybe he made some mistake. Maybe he did something. And here is the Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam saying, Seek forgiveness from your Rabb Jalla Jalla And he is the most forgiving and the most merciful. And he will send upon you rain. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who will help you and he will give you imdad and he will support you with wealth and with children and he will give you gardens and he will give you rivers. Imagine what they must be feeling. Hmm. We listen to the same kalam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us khushu in our salah. That we listen to the kalam with the ihsas, with the sense and with the awareness of who is speaking, whose kalam is it. And that is why Nuh alayhi salam says, مَا لَكُمْ لَا تَرْجُونَ لِلَّهِ وَقَارًا وَقَدْ خَلَقَكُمْ مَتْوَارًا 
And who is this Allah? أَلَمْ تَرَوْ كَيْفَ خَلَقَ اللَّهُ سَبْعَ سَمَاوَاتٍ تِبَاقًا وَجَعَلَ الْقَمَرَ فِيهِنَّ نُورًا وَجَعَلَ الشَّمْسَ سِرَاجًا وَاللَّهُ أَنْبَتَكُمْ مِنَ الْأَرْضِ نَبَاتًا Just think about this. Imagine this is the kalam of Allah Jalla Jalaluhu. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, La ilaha illallah, subhanallah, subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, Nuh alayhi salam is saying to his people, basically, He says, what is the matter with you? How is it? that you do not have the awe and majesty and glory of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in your hearts. How is this possible that you do not have the glory and majesty of Allah in your hearts? Subhanallah. And then, he says, فَقَدْ خَلَقَكُمْ أَتْوَارَ and he truly created you in stages of development. And he says, La ilaha illallah. He says, Do you not see how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created the seven heavens, one above the other? And then he placed in those seven heavens the sun uh, and he sent he put there the qamar the moon as a lamp and he put the shams he put the um, sun as a radiant lamp. So moon is like a lamp, but it's like reflected light and the sun is the one which gives uh, the light itself, uh, which is also something that we know today scientifically. Now the point here is that, and there are many ayat in the Quran Al-Kareem where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala spoke about His glory and His majesty. In Surah An-Naba, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَلَمْ نَجْعَلِ الْأَرْضَ مِهَادًا وَالْجِبَالَ أَوْتَادًا وَخَلَقْنَاكُمْ أَزْوَاجًا وَجَعَلْنَا نَوْمَكُمْ ثُبَاتًا وَجَعَلْنَا اللَّيْلَ لِبَاسًا وَجَعَلْنَا النَّهَارَ مَعَاشًا and so on. Right? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned all of these. He said, Allah gave you this and He gave you, made the earth and He made the mountains and He gave you sleep as a, as a blessing for you and He gave you azwaj, He gave you your, your spouses. And so on and so on, right? Now, these are signs from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when we listen to the Quran, when we read the Quran, when we stand in Salah, the whole idea is to have this glory and majesty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in our hearts. To bring it into the heart, to reflect on it, to think about it and say that here I am standing and listening to this divine message, this divine words which were spoken first by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to Jibreel and Jibreel spoke them to Muhammad sallallahu 
and Rasulullah spoke them to the Sahaba and through them we get we get these words. And that is how they had the effect. The Quran is first and foremost the spoken word, it is not the written word. It's a spoken word, it was heard, and the sound entered the heart, the words and the meanings and the sound entered the hearts of people, and it changed their hearts. Imagine today we wonder how somebody changes. And you say, when well, so-and-so changed, how come they change so fast? Right? How did they change so fast? Is it is it real? First and foremost, it is none of your business if you look at somebody's changing. It is none of your business to judge them and say, is it real? It is not real. Their change is their change. What is it to you? But if you really want an answer, see the state of Omar ibn al-Khattab, for example. What can be a bigger change than the change of Sayyidina Omar ibn al-Khattab? Here is a man who pulls out his sword, naked sword in the hand. He announces that he is going to go and he is going to kill Rasulullah He makes his announcement openly. I am going to kill Muhammad And then he heads there. And after that, complete change, right? 180 degrees change. Why? Because he heard the Quran. He heard the Quran al-Kari in his sister's house. We know the whole story. I won't go into the details. But he heard the ayat of Surah Taha in his sister's house and completely it changed his life. And the same man who went to kill Muhammad sallallahu became the greatest friend of Rasulullah the greatest supporter of Rasulullah and remained true like that throughout his life. A man for whom Rasulullah said, if Omar goes one way and if shaitan is coming in the opposite direction, when he sees Omar, shaitan changes his direction. He, he takes another street. He will not cross Sayyidina Omar ibn al-Khattab, right? <laughs> Imagine. Sayyidina Omar ibn al-Khattab, he made dua, he said, Ya Allah, give me shahada. Hmm? I want to die as a shaheed. So his daughter, our mother, Ummana Hafsa, she said to him, she said, my father, how can you die a shaheed when you are in Medina? You are in the safest place in the in the whole you know, Muslim uh, rule. The uh, the jihad and the and the war is happening in Iraq and it is happening in uh, Qadasiya in near Iran. Hey, you are here in Madinah. How, how who is there is no danger here? Says Rabbi said, "My job is to ask Allah. That's it. It is for Allah to give." Then what happened? He was leading Salatul Fajr. He was reciting Quran, leading Salatul Fajr. Subhanallah, me imagine. When Allah wants to give, Allah gives the best. If Sayyidina Umar had been Shaheed walking in the market, he would still be Shaheed. But no, Allah gives him the best. He's leading Salat al Fajr as the Imam, reciting Quran when the man comes and stabs him. 
سو ہی از از ڈائنگ ان اسٹیٹ آف ادو ان مسجد نبی شریف ان فجر ریسائٹنگ قرآن دس از دی انعام اللہ تعالیٰ اللہ سبحان تعالیٰ گفٹ ہم ایک دعا بھی آس کا اللہ سبحان تعالیٰ ٹو میک برنگ دی ریالٹی آف از گلوری اینڈ میجسٹی ٹو آر ہارٹس ٹو فل آور ہارٹس ود از نور اینڈ ود از خشیہ اینڈ ود از عظم اینڈ از گلوری اینڈ میجسٹی اینڈ ٹو چینج آور لائف ان وے دیٹ ہی از پلیز ود اس ان شاء اللہ اینڈ ٹو ٹیک اس ان اے اسٹیٹ ویر ہی از پلیز ود اس وہ صلی اللہ علیہ نبی کریم علیہ وسلم کا رحمۃ